Are you a believer? Hafadeh, I'm Nick Delgado. Welcome to another edition of Tautamana Tales on the KUAM Podcast Network. We got a special treat today. Hafadeh, Senor Rufina Mendiola. Yes. Hafadeh, Nick. Hafadeh, how are you? So, I'm so honored that you visited my classroom today. Oh, thank you for having me. And what a fitting t- topic to discuss, especially when. Everything in your classroom, every subject, is in tomorrow. tomorrow. It's a full immersion classroom. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And so, the Tao Tao Mono, what is that to you? Okay, Tao Tao, for me, uh, of course, growing up, I didn't know. But as I get older and I was going to school, and I self-taught myself to respect the land and the people around you. So, I believe for myself, in my own opinion, that Tao Tao is because they're people, mm-hmm. and Mona, they're from the past. So now I kind of like connect it to my students. I've been teaching for over 40 some years. So I always say one day when Senora passes, because I'm a people, Tauto, and then I'll be before the next three generations ahead of me. So they'll be, my spirit will live on in the land. We'll all become Tautomona Yes, of course. And I'm the most friendliest Tautomona. <laughs> I love that, the most friendliest Tautomona. So, Walk me through your experiences over the years, over the decades. Have you had any encounters? Yes. Um, I'm not sure whether that was Tautomona, but I always have God. My belief is God. Mm-hmm. And then the Tautomona is, I believe that they're my ancestors, and they roam the area no matter where you go. Just like anywhere else in the world, I have respected the place. But when I was 16 years old, I lived in Agate, mm-hmm. and on my 16th birthday, I had the most, the biggest birthday party. So something happened during past midnight that I just collapsed and was taken to the hospital. Uh, nothing was wrong with me, but uh, I saw a bright, beautiful lady calling me. She was called, I, we had a patio, and in the patio there's a full table. And this beautiful lady in the white gown, like a, um, what do you call it, a wedding gown, right. uh, a bright, she was calling me. So. I, I didn't follow because I was still like half asleep mm-hmm. and I'm very tired and uh, she disappeared. As I got up, she disappeared. But at the hospital, they were wondering whether they gave me something to drink that I collapsed it. And nothing was wrong with me. All the vital signs are in, in place. Uh, I remembered my aunt uh, calling the priest. Even towards the early morning, like five o'clock, they had to woke the priest up because I was still like, in days of looking up, my eyes were open, I couldn't speak. So yes, finally the priest came and blessed the place. Mm-hmm. And the party ended after that, after midnight, the party ended, everybody went home. Nobody knew what happened to me the next day until I was telling the story uh, that I saw this beautiful lady. I believe, Nick, that at that time it was probably, I'm not sure, my mother, because she died too young. Right. Maybe uh, on my birthday she wanted to take me, but I wasn't ready to follow her. But her spirit came. You believe that was your mom? I believe that was my mom. She's a beautiful bride. I don't know. But you how, couldn't tell, right? I couldn't tell. Yeah. I don't even know what my mom looks like. I, yeah. My mom passed away when I was five years old. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, no problem. So after all these years later, you still tell that story. Yes, uh, you need. We need to tell our stories. It's within our stories that we can understand uh, the context of of the people that were here before us, especially our ancestors. A lot of the stories we also hear is um, spooky stories. Yes. Are those true, or are they really just legends? 
Uh, well, it, it's probably both, depending on the believer. Yeah. Uh, which side do you want to believe? Uh, did you actually see it? And how, how, uh, how, how the events happened, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I, I live in an area where there's two banyan trees. And another in, uh, incident is that my neighbor across from us, almost across from us, they had three homeowners because they have the biggest, huge Tautomona uh, tree, which is the Nunu tree. Mm -hmm. And I know already that we need to respect that tree. So, of course, the first owner was a Korean couple. And I said, you know, that tree is very significant to this land, our ancestors. That's the, the spirit tree. So they tried to bulldozer that tree down. So the bulldozer they broke. They tried. Yeah. The bulldozer broke. And, uh, and then another company came to try to help root it, the tree and it broke again. So eventually the Korean couple sold it to uh, our, the next homeowner, which is the Okinawan. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, they're very, um, I think the Okinawans are respected people. When I told them, they didn't say anything. They didn't even want to cut the tree down. Mm -hmm. So that tree, you can visit when you come to the house, I'll show you. Mm -hmm. That tree has helped. The guy that lived there, he fell not too long ago, sometimes in June. He fell because they have a two-story. Mm -hmm. And I was there to witness everything. He was like almost six o'clock at night and he was cleaning the, the upstairs. And the ladder is a single ladder and it's so high, it fell back. And, and I said, oh my gosh, that's the end of this guy. But guess what? I think that Tatomona or the spirit, the good spirit has saved that guy because he kept the Nuno tree and everything around that Nuno tree, if you see it, it's so beautiful. The plants, there's so many, so many uh, vegetables growing around that area. Wow. But I hear babies cry in the weird morning hours because my bedroom is right almost, almost close to Okay, so I just got place. chills there. Um, yeah. Every night? Is that like a every, how it's often does that happen? It's not every night. Well, it depends, I guess. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I can't. Um, You're the only one that hears it. I'm not sure if my other, if my husband have heard it, but I, my husband has a lot of stories going to the ranch. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of stories that he has told me when he went fishing with his uncle Pete. Mm -hmm. And in the jungle, they, they knew their way in, but they got lost. And they went around like hours and hours and hours. And guess what? They didn't really go around hours and hours and hours. It's, they were right there in that spot. So somebody had made them, you know, be lost. And it was a field, a big field of area, like acres and acres of clean area in that jungle. Mm -hmm. And he was scared because he was just a teenage. Uh, but they were guided to that area. So I'm not sure what happened, but they got lost. They, they you know, they made them lost. but. Nobody got hurt, and my That's husband good. believed that the good spirit was watching them because he brought them back to the same area. That's interesting. Let's go back to the cries you said you heard. The cries? Yes. I hear babies crying. What is that? Okay, when I hear babies crying uh, in, in the weird morning, like maybe two, when I'm studying, especially mm -hmm. when I was taking my college uh, life, right? And I hear, and I, and I say to myself, okay, I need to stop. It's not my time to be doing what I'm doing. Mm. So I just stop, I respect it, I stop, and I just go to sleep. I just go to sleep, and, and that was it. You're I, saying this is like the ancestors reminding us, now's your time to rest. Yes, yes. I always get pinched. Pinched? I always get pinched. Bruised? Bruised, bruised, I have a, they love me. How do I know? 
because it, it doesn't hurt. But when I shower, mm -hmm. I see bruises oh, on no. my leg. So at what I do when I see bruises, I know I like to touch the plant or water the plants. Mm -hmm. I just go the next day and I say, I'm so sorry. Did I, did I wash you down? Did I touch any part of your body? Did I rape your, your leaf or something? I just ask for forgiveness. And yeah. then things thing. clear up? The bruises clear up? No, it takes like three days. But guess what? It's been a long time since I have been, been uh, bruised. The love pinch? The love pinch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just to remind me that they're around. Yeah. Right? And maybe because I'm watering the plants at 6 o'clock p.m. And that's Nilem Lim Tauto. Nilem Lim is at 5 o'clock. You're supposed to have your lights on already. Don't make it 5.30 or 6. Lights outside, at least a light outside or even in the house. I don't even get home that early. Wow. Yeah, so what I do, like for now, I know mm -hmm. I'm coming late, so I just turn on the hallway light. Okay. You should have one light on inside the house. So if, if in case you're coming in late. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And that's just to keep them out or? It's just uh, for me, I'm not, you know, it's just a respect that I do, mm -hmm. that I, in my belief, like I said, this is just my own opinion. And it works, you know. I think they have guided me. My ancestors have guided me to where I am today, in my career, in my life with my family. And uh, you and like others that I've spoken with for this segment, they were saying that the Tatsumonas are everywhere. They're here at this school. Yeah, right in this now. classroom, I hear them sometimes. I come on Saturdays. And then when I hear, right, when yeah. I hear somebody knocking, and I know I'm the only one because I locked the gate, I said, oh, I'll be done soon. Uh -huh. And it's okay, you can talk to them. So I just say, don't worry, whoever you are, I'll mm -hmm. be finished soon. But this place, of course, everywhere, every school. I've been to different schools that I, the, the, the toilet just flushed, nobody was there. Uh, but, you know, I get the goosebumps, but I'm not scared. Yeah. You know, I think they're just there to protect me. Any other encounters? Yes. Tell me. Um, well, you know, I did this documentary through uh, GCC. Mm -hmm. uh, we did 16 series of Finohadza, and it's all in our indigenous language. So my, I, I, have, I have to do four segments, four series of documentary. One of them definitely is to tell something about a tatomona. So as a, a teacher, I have these 25 posters that I say, okay, I'm, I'm excited to talk about one Tautomona because I have the posters and I can choose. But one night when I, the GCC said, you know, Rufina, you need to turn in your, your introduction. So what I did was I laid them all on the middle bedroom, all 25 posters, and I had a hard time. I was even crying. Who do I choose? I can't choose yeah. from one from the other, right? Yeah. They were all, they all have powerful message. So I just said, okay, better go to sleep. Then something woke me up, like 2 o'clock in the morning. It's like somebody touched me. Oh. And I said, okay, I, do I need to go use the restroom? Okay. No, I went straight to the middle room. I turned on the light. And mind you, we didn't have too many houses in the back before mm -hmm. our neighbor. We were actually the first homeowner, as the second homeowner there in that area. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of jungles behind us. And turning on the light, I'm saying to myself, uh-oh, why am I up now? I turned on my computer, and then I... My eyes just cut this one Tautomona. It's just, I looked and I saw, and I just grabbed the poster, and I said, I'm gonna write about you. 
And of course, I don't know anything so much about that Tautomona because I need, I have three binders to read on research. Uh -huh. I went to my computer, Nick, and I started typing. I started, my hands were moving, my fingers kept moving and typing and typing, and then uh -huh. there goes my introduction, and then I turned off the computer, and then I submitted to GCC the next day, and I said, this looks good. So that, at that moment, I said, oh, thank you so much, whoever was helping me. I really want to thank you for waking me up, you know, because I already signed the contract to do this project. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's already in YouTube. The 18 series of Finohaza. Uh -huh. I did four documentary, and one of them is about our Tautomona. Wow. Yeah. And so, what would you say then to the non-believers? I would just say, um, you know, just be patient. Uh, don't say bad things, or don't don't mistrust. You know, yeah. please just trust that anywhere you go in the world, there's definitely people that were there before you or before myself. Anywhere you go, there are people that have passed on, and whether they live in that uh, in that area, their spirit lives. Mm -hmm. Their spirit lives. Right? We don't see it, but they're good spirits, right? Maybe there's some bad spirits. I don't know how they became bad spirits. The way I feel for myself, if I if they say, "Oh, you know what? I get this, and I get so sick." What have you done? Did mm -hmm. you do something? Did you disrespect the place? Or that person, you know? Why is that the common response, the question that comes after someone says, oh, I'm not feeling well, or anything, an injury or a bruise? Why is that the, the question that's asked? Now, maybe they haven't uh, heard the good news that we are now advocating in KUAM. You know, something that we have encountered, and it's, it's okay, nothing yeah. to be scared of. Yeah. Just be respectful, and you can say something back. You know, just say, dispenser, I'm so sorry. Uh, I know it's your time, or you're, t you're giving me a signal to stop what I'm doing now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, it's just so hard to imagine sometimes when you hear the stories. Uh, a lot of the detailed stories I've heard from uh, my relatives were from the 70s and the 80s, and that's when they say they see the headless Tautamona chasing them, or things yeah. of that well, sort. My father, you know, my father died in the 70s, late 70s, mm -hmm. 79, 80. And I remembered him telling me that he saw a headless Satomona. But my father has a friend. And his, his uh, compari, you know, he lived in Saipan. His compari told me one time, you know, Hagahu, your dad, when he goes fishing, he doesn't have to go far. But some, he's talking to somebody, and then yet he's guagua, his basket is full of fish. Mm -hmm. And here I am trying my best to, to catch for my family, and I'm having a hard time. Although your father is very easy for him, and you know, he always catches my father talking to somebody. So I believe that my father got help from his friend, and I do believe that some people has a spirit friend, yeah. I, I, I want to get into what people should do if they find themselves maybe having an encounter or sickness or whatnot. But first off, I, I, you showed us this book here yes. featuring the Tatamona. Tell us how this came okay, to be. Uh, I was the administrator at the Chamor Studies Division, and uh, the, the, the legends that is told in the classroom many years ago is just all uh, 
words, there's no pictures. Mm -hmm. And when teachers read the story, sometimes the kids get scared. And I remember there, is, there was an encounter with one school. The parents were upset mm -hmm. because the teacher wrote, uh, read the story, but the kids got so scared and they went home and they're seeing things and they're hearing things, you know, just their imagination. So what we did was uh, my graphic artist, Tina Alam, we said, okay, we need to develop the supplementary material and this focus on grade level. And one of the grade level is definitely the Tautomona and the Duendes. Because yeah. a lot of the students are asking, can you please tell me the legend of the Duendes? <laughs> yeah, I loved can that you, one. Yeah, because I say, who are the Duendes, right? I yeah. pretend I didn't know. I, I, you know, I heard from my uncle that they're, they're bad, you know, they pinch you, they do this, they make you disappear. So we did develop this material, and with this material, it's not scary. There are pictures, and the words that we use are for the kids to understand that, that we have an area, our surrounding is full of different things, our environment. And, um, and it's okay, but the most important thing is to give respect. Uh, this book tells about how the Drenders can, can make your foot uh, big, you know, they have these magical powers. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's a myth because I've never seen it or what, you know, and legends are some, some of the part of the legends probably is true, but not everything. Yeah. So it's mixed, you know, intermixed with the different stories from, from the reality and not, you know, the fiction and the nonfiction. And so they love it. No, we has no, we have no complaint. My, I read it to my student, and mm -hmm. uh, they even drew their favorite part of the story, the Duendes, yep. hiding behind the the tree or the leaf, the big leaf. Yeah. So this material is now out in the public school. Yeah. And it's positive. Nobody has yet uh, said anything. The kids are not scared. When I read it to my kids, they want it more. Is there something on YouTube, Senora, that we can watch another episode of? So yeah, maybe that's what we need to do. Do more supplementary materials that, or even literacy, because right now literacy, you know, and then we start small, and yeah. then we do the age appropriate all the way up to college, yeah. And it's important that our, our younger generation knows about this, yeah, because there are those stories, like you said, some may have been just a tell, just right. have been a legend that yeah. wasn't true. Or folklore yeah. and the others true right but how do you determine which is which and exactly so, so what for me my philosophy is always if I read your story mm -hmm. you're just gonna know maybe not remember everything but if I read your story and I show you the pictures oh you're gonna remember some part of the story how about if I participate you so we do a role play we do a, an acting and stuff like that you will never forget that story yeah yep yeah. How would you determine, especially for a lot of these children, you said that maybe it's just in their imagination uh, that what they're seeing or what they're hearing, but how can we be sure? Maybe well, they did hear something. Probably, probably. Maybe they did see someone. Probably. Maybe some kids can see beyond our eyes. Do you think you have the gift? I, I you know, I like that question yeah. because... A lot of my friends, I'm in the Catholic Daughters of America, I'm in a lot of organization, and a lot of my friends in that organization, they say, you know, Ruth, you're, you have a gift. You have a gift from God. You have a gift from God, you know, because it's like I know what's, what's ahead of me. I know. But I you want know, you to tell me if there's someone right here now. No, That's what I mean. To be honest with yeah. you, somebody interviewed me. One of the one of the students, I guess, who's going to get the master's program, yeah. is looking into this uh, the same uh, topic 
And you did ask me, is God involved in your life or is it the spirit? I said both. Mm-hmm. Both. God is always in my life. And of course, my ancestors are always there too because they have helped me. So why not take the opportunity to embrace that? Yeah. You know? We have to live yeah. on. We have right. to continue to be here at our home and respect what happened before us. Exactly. Any other advice that you can give to the community should they find themselves in an encounter with the Tautumana? Um, or, yeah. Yeah, know. well, that question again, I, I teach at the University of Guam and one of my um, uh, military student, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't believe in anything that has to do with our, our Tautumana. So I said, go to Maina Bridge. Okay, just go there with your motorcycle because you have a motorcycle, but respect the place. So he didn't respect the place. He was making his motorcycle, you know, sound. He figured that. Right. So guess what happened? Um, his motorcycle died. Okay. Couldn't start. He was so scared. Stuck on the bridge. Stuck on the bridge. This is White Lady Bridge. Yes. He was yelling. His phone couldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was, he became a believer. And I, all I said to him was, you know, respect the place. Respect the people. How do I know that you're not a Tautomona coming to me right now? Exactly. We don't know. You might be God. I don't know. Well, it's definitely not. Right. Like, I mean, you I know, get the that's point. what I'm yeah. saying, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. just give respect. Just give respect to uh, to everybody and anything around you. All right. Respect to And we are rooted in our beliefs, in our beliefs. Please, you know, be generous to to whatever you have around you, whatever you touch. Don't throw it away if it's not yours. Okay, and ask ask for it. Don't just grab it, right? Ask for forgiveness and, and ask permission. Ask permission. Yeah. Just like in class, I teach my kids. Yeah. It's everything that you have here is not yours. So if you want it, just ask. Okay, right? Ms. Mendiola, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and the stories for others to get from the Tautomona, our ancestors and our culture and yeah. your beliefs as well. Appreciate yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm a firm believer in what I believe and what I, in, in, in my, for myself. And I hope everybody also gets to be, you know, you know, to believe that there is, there is a spirit around us. Okay? Yeah. And okay. God is always there. Okay. And no matter what you believe, the important thing is respect. Respect is the highest. Respect to in tomorrow. Respect to Sisus Masi. Adios hasta aquí. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Tatamona Tales on the KUM News Podcast. I'm Nick Delgado. We'll see you soon.